You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. We're uh, chasing wins this year. This is Chasing Wins. Let's let's uh, speak on the Dame thing. There was some like a rumor that you know Dame might have been interested in joining the Warriors. Um, I think Ramon, Ramona Shelburne said that, and that that they would have been on the list had you know they had the ability to make a move for him. Um, like speaking of misfits, which we kind of discussed like in the previous segment, but like you know, what do you think about that particular? uh news and t- and I'll just say really quickly like to me you know he is a 6-3 guard right he doesn't really defend well um he's a great scorer like we all know that like 20 27 28 points per game you give him his respect I still think he's the second best point guard in the NBA behind Steph you know you hear the jaw noise and you hear like all the noise about you know all these other guards um if you want to consider Luca a point guard, fine. Yeah, fine. Luca is the second best, but like Dame to me is at worst top three. But at the end of the day, he doesn't fill in the needs and fill in the gaps that we that we uh, that we have on this team. And I think he also, and this is the biggest thing, he's he's not in Chris Paul situation where I don't think he'd be receptive coming off the bench. And if we were to start him and start Clay at the three, shift Wiggins at the four, and then it would completely um, you know, uh, compromise the the integrity of of our positions, like understand, like rebounding and defensive versatility. It would just completely shatter that. So, um, obviously, like it's cool. The idea of it is like interesting because it's he is like an explosive scorer, or whatever. But, um, when you went from a practicality standpoint, it, I just don't see it. Like. CP3, to me, was always going to be the better fit because he can come off the bench. He's a much better playmaker. Even though Dame's a very good playmaker, CP3 is definitely better, which is what we need. And CP3 is a better defender. And he does more of the intangibles. So, like, you know, obviously it's not ideal either way. You'd rather have a wing in, in that, you know, salary slot of 28, 30 million, but. If you're gonna pick one of the two, I'd rather have CP3 just because of the the greater versatility and the the fit overall, just in shifting lineups and stuff. Whereas Dame, I just don't see him taking a lesser role. Uh, you know what I'm saying? But what do you think about you know just the news and the rumors overall? Mm. Okay, so you pretty much covered it. 
uh, in terms of fit and what the Warriors need. Um, and in that sense, it's silly. I, I, I've never, ever been a proponent or a believer in putting two dominant ball dominant guys on the same team together. It just there's too much compromising and there's too much sacrificing and it takes away from your best player uh, when you do these things. Uh, and then it has to be worth it. But from a positional standpoint, point guard obviously is the weakest defensive position. Number one, number two, you don't, unless you have a very uh, special circumstances, you don't want to start two point guards at the same time because it, it, it just, the dynamics get really screwed up and you have a hard time figuring out, wait, okay, so how many possessions do we go with this guy versus this guy? This is a problem that the Warriors had in the beginning of Curry's career because Monte Ellis was on the roster. Yeah. Which one is the point guard? Which one is going to, which one are we going to play through? Which one are, are we going to close with? Um, who And who's going to have the ball at the end of the game? Like these are just fundamental things. Right. This is why when you have a starter, a, a star start, uh, starting point guard on your team, and let's say you draft somebody who comes up and you can clearly see that they are a starter caliber player. Uh, and it's like, can these guys coexist? And usually if the guy behind the uh, starter it, it shows starter potential, then that's going to be tough. Right. Um, I remember I remember when a guy like Chris Paul uh, was, you know, playing playing with somebody like Eric Bledsoe with the Clippers. And when Bledsoe was coming off the bench, they used to call him like mini LeBron just because of how athletic he was. And strong, usually strong. Yeah. And CP, I remember he was just like, yeah, well, we're not going to be able to keep him. Uh, long term because you can see he's he's a starter he's a starter in this league mm-hmm. uh, and then they lost him you know a, a, it's the the blazers like they have similar issues they have all these guards and it's like is it mm-hmm. right to play them alongside a dame who's like you say he's not really a defender he never really has been i would say that chris paul is probably a better defender than lillard uh, which says a lot um, at this point in Chris Paul's career, Chris Paul's always been a rock solid defender. Uh, at age 38, obviously not quite as solid as he used to be, right? So that's why, you know, at, at being age 38, that allows him to swallow his pride and come off the bench. At some point, you have to start coming off the bench. And when is that going to be for a lot of players? We don't know. Like LeBron is still starting, right? But. You know, he's he's an exception to the rule. Most guys, I think John Stockton also, like, yeah, he started to until he retired, right? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over thirty thousand mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over six hundred dollars each week. You can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So he did. yeah, who knows, man, who knows how that's going to shake out and play out. But, and you know, I will say this about CP, right. Is even though he's not the same point of attack, like guarding up on his man, whatever, 
Phoenix tended to use him as like this uh, this team defender. Like they would have him in the corners, just like you know, and then they throw up POA like Josh Akogi, whatever. Like my idea is is hopefully we can kind of hide CP3 the same way we kind of hide Steph. Not because we have to, but because it's just ideal. Like you don't, it just doesn't make sense to have CP playing point of attack every possession and then running the offense. Doesn't make Steph doesn't make sense for Steph to have him up there guarding you know perimeter players when you can just plug him in the corner and have him just you know chase or you know st- like if it, if you're playing the Suns and you got Eric Gordon in the corner, CP can just stick on Gordon and you have Kaminga or you have Wiggins or you have GP two just on the perimeter just doing their thing. And CP can be disruptive. He's aware. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's that. Dame is not a – it's not like there's any part of his defense, defensive game that's actually a positive. He's not great off the ball. He's not great on the ball. At least with CP, like, he'll offer some resistance. So he's a little bit sneaky and crafty. So he can kind of understand angles and, and, and outsmarting you, you know, baiting you into certain moves. And then kind of, you know, he led the league in steals like six times. I mean, that's – That'll, that won't go away. He'll always be kind of this, you know, this really good uh, anticipator. Yeah. So there's stuff there. There's stuff there. And like you said, you know, if Dame was a better defender and if he was a better, you know, even rebounder, something that could have offered more to the table. But even then, he's 6'3", so it still compromises stuff. But it's just a tough fit. Let's overall. put it this way. I Yeah. I didn't even love the idea of say somebody like uh, Bradley Beal. Like I, right? I want wings as defenders. Um, and yeah, you know, back. So uh, Chris Paul, he's still a better defender than Dame Lillard, no question about it. Right. So Lillard, guys like this that don't defend, like this is exactly what why Jordan Poole needed to go because. He could play the point guard position, but not the same way on the, on a team that has Steph Curry on it. And that, that would be the same for Lillard. You know what I'm saying? Like you're, you got rid of one problem and you're bringing in another problem that is completely probably unwilling to come off the bench. Like it doesn't make any sense. Uh, so the idea that Lillard would somehow have been interested in the Warriors, it sounds stupid to me. Like, He's not stupid. And like if he wanted to come to the Warriors, then it's like, okay, well, like is he thinking that they're gonna trade Steph Curry then? Like, you know, they're not gonna they're not gonna be able to play together at this juncture of their careers. They're still in the prime of their careers.